Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. It's Monday, January 17th. You're listening to the Daily Market Comment Podcast by Mario Sejgiriakos. I'm Cristina Marujos, and thank you for joining us at XM.com. Markets are growing increasingly confident that the Fed will raise interest rates four times this year to bring inflation under control, even though the latest edition of U.S. retail sales on Friday disappointed in a massive way, taking an axe to GDP growth estimates for the last quarter that wasn't enough to sink the dollar. After all, consumption has been booming for so long that some reversion back to the pre-pandemic trend is only natural, especially when holiday spending might have skewed the picture. Instead, the dollar recovered and powered by rising treasury yields as traders placed more emphasis on some remarks by Fed officials that Omicron will be inflationary and that rate hikes are imminent. A spike in survey-based measures of inflation expectations likely added fuel to the moves, along with the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, who warned during the bank's quarterly earnings call that there could be six or seven Fed rate hikes this year. That seems like a stretch, considering that the Fed doesn't want to shock financial markets swimming in leverage, but it underscores the fact that there is still some room for market pricing to turn more hawkish. Such speculation could be what fuels the next leg of dollar strength. The labor market has arguably crossed the full employment Rubicon already. In contrast, China has embarked on an easing cycle. The People's Bank of China cut its key policy rate by 10 basis points today to juice up economic growth, which has taken a sharp hit thanks to the property crisis and draconian lockdown measures in some regions. But the market impact was negligible, with only local stock markets reacting positively. The Australian dollar didn't even notice, despite its status as a liquid proxy for China plays given the close trading relationship between the two nations. Perhaps that's a signal that the rate cut wasn't big enough to move the needle for growth. Beyond growth risks, another crucial question is whether the recent lockdown measures across China will deal another blow to distress supply chains, keeping global inflationary pressures elevated for longer. The next big event for markets will be the Bank of Japan's policy decision early on Tuesday. No policy changes are expected, although the bank could strike a slightly more optimistic tone, drawing confidence from improving economic data and the enormous spending package the government is about to unleash. But don't expect the Bank of Japan to signal rate hikes are coming anytime soon. Consumption remains weak, wage growth is anemic, and Omicron is sweeping through the country. The inflation rate speaks for itself. It is barely positive despite the mayhem in supply chains and soaring energy prices, so there is no organic inflation. With the Bank of Japan likely to be the last major central bank to raise interest rates this cycle, the outlook for the yen remains negative from a relative monetary policy perspective. That said, any losses might be smaller than last year if volatility episodes in the markets become more frequent, allowing defensive assets like the yen to enjoy brief periods of strength. As for today, U.S. markets will remain closed for the Martin Luther King holiday. This means that liquidity will be thinner than usual, so any news could have an outsized impact. Thank you for listening to the Daily Market Comment Podcast at XM.com. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. 
For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.